We are Living by the Word Ministries, a nonprofit organization dedicated to one cause. That cause is the truth given in the Holy Bible, which we believe is the inerrant and infallible Word of God, conferred to man to live by. We let the Word of God be the final authority as to what is or is not true. We strongly feel that if we do not expose false doctrine, we only encourage it. This ministry is designed to challenge you from an apologetic point of view. 1 Peter 3.15 instructs us to always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. This is Michael Tinsley. Please stay tuned while we arm you, the believer, to keep living by the word. It's the noble thing to do. I really am. <laughs> Good evening, good evening, good evening, indeed, it's a noble thing to do to keep living by the word. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Living by the Word Ministries. Bible Information Brokers is a presentation and a live opportunity for you to call in. I said live, an opportunity for you to call in with your open, honest questions, and we desire to give you a biblical response. My teammates and I, I'm going to introduce to you momentarily, but let me give you the phone number where you can actually start dialing now and a way you can send questions in. Start dialing right now and be one of the first to call in at one 888 LA Talks, one 528 2557 I'll give it quite a few more times. Get a matter of fact, get a piece of paper out, pen. You might want to get your Bibles out if you're so inclined. And just start dialing right now. One triple eight LA Talks, one triple eight five two eight two five five seven. If you have access to the internet, you can listen to us, or not actually listen to us, you can um, go online onto our website at Bible Info Brokers. Bible Info Brokers, where to go, teammates? BibleInfoBrokers.com. And you'll be able to send us a question by way of email, Facebook. Navigate there on all that we have there available to you. We see the calls coming in. So, what we're going to do right now is introduce my teammates who are so etchy to get on. They're making sort of like little noises in the background. If you heard that on live presentation, Brian, you're the bus man. Brian Allen, you're the guy that you throw people under the bus. What's going on with all that noise? Uh, uh, thank you. How you doing? I think, I think that was a professor. <laughs> oh, not really Which, now. You, you know what? My, my, it's funny. I get home. Like if, if my wife's up, she goes, she says, Craig was in studio today, huh? Yeah, yeah, he goes, yeah. oh, it just, it just sounds so much clearer. Yeah. Now say. we're throwing the whole radio show down. At, no, that's uh, a compliment. You might try oiling this thing. There you go. There you go. Blaming me for moving a mic so I can actually speak. Look at this thing. I, I got to hunch over like Quasimodo to even speak in this thing. Yes. And that, 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 that voice, for, that and voice and that and you and hear, and that and voice and that you hear has been doing ready for almost as long as I'm Is this for having challenge people? <laughs> and then, you know, like when Daryl's here, he does, this, you know, he hits some mic, oh. does, does stuff like that all the time. And that, the voice you just heard there talking about oil and stuff like that. The bus been on backing radio for up. 35 plus years. Professor Craig Hawkins, PCH, how you doing, brother? I'm doing well, Daryl. Right. We got all of our, um, our light technology going on. We have all of our uh, special effects in, in the house today. And so we expect to have a great, fantastic show. So, ladies and gentlemen, you can, again, call in with your open, honest question or go to our website. The telephone number to call in right now is one triple eight la talks one triple eight five two eight two five five seven. Our website is BibleInfoBrokers.com, BibleInfoBrokers.com, and you can navigate there and send us a, either an email question or go on our Facebook page from our website and just navigate from there and send us your questions in for tonight's broadcast. Hey, Brian, Greg. Yes. We got some uh, interesting news coming up uh, a little bit later on in the broadcast about some things that people can avail themselves to. But, PCH, before we get started with these questions, why don't you just inform the people so when I let them know about India or um, PCH and help you out with this uh, trip that you're taking up in October, let the people know briefly about what's going on with that trip you'll be taking real soon. 
Hey, thanks, Daryl. Yeah, absolutely. Just got the dates literally last night, two in the morning, got the dates uh, nailed down and uh, I'll be leaving October 1st and I'm going to go to India and then actually going to go into a, a state of India and then we're going to go into Myanmar and train pastors and Christian leaders. And then I'll go back into India and then back up through Delhi and into the other area we go in. And we're going to be training pastors called TOT, the training of trainers, uh, pastors and Christian leaders. Uh, wow, I'm just I'm really excited about this, Daryl, and I'm just really looking forward to this. And I'll be talking more about that. And there's a way people can get involved because we try to help pay the way of these pastors and, yeah. and lodging and, and yes. food, you know, what have you. And so you can be involved. Uh, my buddy just sent me a, a request that, hey, I need some help doing this. Um, and so, you know, we go and uh, we pay at our own expense, of course. And uh, we, we provide the training, obviously, for free, of course. But, Daryl, I just got we'll talk more about it. But, I, I mean, I'm excited uh, when I got this lined up so Again, I'll fly into India, then go into a, a particular state. I'm being a little vague because there's some issues here. So last time somebody posted something, some people yeah, came can, after yeah, uh, our yeah, guys yeah. Uh, because it's it's illegal in some areas and or they can uh, suppress it. So, but but I'm really hoping on Facebook or something this time to actually post some pictures. I may not give all the, the places we're at. Right, you right. can figure it out. But I really want people to see what we're doing. I want it's them real. to see these people, mm -hmm. the folks we're dealing with and the pastors and Christian leaders. But I, I'm pumped. I mean, Myanmar has been closed off a lot because of the... Uh, the I want to say drug cartel because of the uh, <laughs> probably to some degree. somebody told me once you ever want to see a government run by uh, a drug cartel and by pimps go, go to Myanmar uh, it's a major trafficking center from the Golden Triangle where they make uh, heroin oh, oh, from opium uh, from poppies of course and, and uh, right there at the the tr triangle of of Thailand uh, Laos and then uh, Myanmar um, any rate. But, but it's been closed off and, you know, people have been get arrested and other things put in jail for pretty minor things. And so anyways, the country's officially Buddhist, but it's been uh, run by a coup. Uh, the, the joke is uh, uh, basically Myanmar has a coup every five years or so, whether they need one or not. Um, Keep in practice. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. So but seriously, though, I, I'm just I'm really excited. I count this as one of the greatest pleasures I have oh, greatest honors yes. that I've ever had giving going to India and training pastors from Myanmar, from Bhutan, from uh, Bangladesh, from Nepal, not just India, that'd be good enough. Sure, That's, you sure, know, sure. over a billion people, you know, yeah. hey, um, but this getting to go into Myanmar is uh, which I've already been in there once. Um, uh, just excited, Daryl. So I'm I'm really really pumped about. You this. have that danger uh, spirit about you, like that, those dangerous spots. As well, you to, just need to be wise where yeah, you are. Sure, sure. But it is funny because being white, I, I stand out. <laughs> oh really? Sort of, really? I was about to ask you stares that. Stares at me like it, I know it's like to be a minority now because you go there and I'm the I'm the odd guy out. Literally, sometimes my, the only white guy or my one of my buddies with me or whatever among thousands and thousands, yeah, if yeah, not yeah. hundreds of thousands of people. It's kind of funny. I've had people literally stop and take pictures of us. Yeah. <laughs> You're, you're popular, baby. You're an anomaly. Like we you're heard anomaly. these guys exist, but there's one. <laughs> there's one of them over there. <laughs> no, no, that's that's interesting. That's quite interesting. But folks, listen, we're going to give you more information about that, how you can actually participate in the blessing of God to be able to take what God, resources God gave you and be able to participate in places that you will probably never be able to go to in your life, but you can vicariously go through and then God knows what's going on with your heart, with what your resources that he put in your in your way, and we'll give you more information about that later. But gents, we have a, uh, actually a full board coming up. People are calling in, so I'm ready to get to these phone calls. How about you guys? Brian, you ready to go? 
Oh, yeah. All right, let's get into it. Well, I'm going to bring up one of Brian's favorite guys from Santa Monica, my man Aaron. How you doing, bro? Hey, what's up, BZ? Hey, how you doing, sir? We got Brian in the house for you and Craig also. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so I'm calling with a verse from Craig Hawkins. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. <laughs> and action. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> ready? You ready, Craig? Oh, sure. As ready as okay. I'm ever going to be, Aaron. There are three main ways to humble a man. Number one, temptation. Number two, disaster. Number three, just take a Greg Hawkins logic class. Oh. Mm. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's, that's that's good. That, that was actually kind of nice, Aaron. That's good. Yeah, that's kind of like, you know. What do you uh, think about that easy D? Well, I think that if I was going to take it, I would have to have Greek 101 and some kind of Greek. Um, <laughs> Greek Ebonics. Uh, I, I, I teed it up. You see, I teed it up for my just chimed right in oh, like a little puppet oh, over there. That was just so. I, I'm, I'm never going to forget that in class. Well, <laughs> I'm sure you won't forget that. Hey, what are you guys talking about? People don't even know what you guys are talking about. What no, is that? We, we were taking a. Well, Aaron, what is your question again, Aaron? Pipe down. No, go ahead, Brian. Tell the story. I don't mind. Sorry, don't Aaron. Mind. Just, no. a, just a side note we, here. We were in. Uh, we were taking a Greek class over down at Simon Greenleaf, and so we had a, a Saturday morning class. I'm never going to forget that. And and uh, what was the name of our teacher? Craig? Black. Was Joe, Black? Wise. Joe, Joe, Joe Wise. Joe Wise. Joe Wise. The wise man. <laughs> nice the wise guy. guy. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so we were. You know, we, I think we were parsing some verbs or faster, Brian. Whatever, faster. And. Uh, <laughs> Daryl just butchered, <laughs> butchered. What happened? Daryl did what? He butchered one of the words. And because then, no one else and, wanted to speak up. Wise started, we started laughing. He goes, oh, this is Greek Ebonics. <laughs> it was the funniest it, thing it, I heard in class hilarious. a long time. It, it was, was hilarious. Good. And because I have such thin skin, I actually didn't go back after that for the, the second verse. And then didn't he say something like, now I know why they call you Easy D. Yeah. You know, I, what did he say on that? Wait, Craig, did he? Wait, you guys talking about me on my back? <laughs> I said it to your face, man. And, and, and since we're there, my mom, she was saying, "Oh, oh, you mean you mean Dizzy D?" Oh, no, wait, hold on, wait a minute, Aaron. Aaron, you have a question, but let me. These guys think they're on a, uh, hey, a comedy Aaron, show. Open the door. <laughs> Good lord! <laughs> you see how they do, Aaron? Because they, they they get off themselves quick and they get on all easy. They gonna miss me when I'm gone, since I'm probably the oldest to go first, you know. But anyway, Lord, even so, come, Lord Jesus. Aaron, your question, Derek. Well, I still got some more impersonations, though. Oh, you do? Yeah. Well, we took all your time away, brother. You better get into your question. These folks said, well, they want to hear all that stuff. No, we got Thomas, what? Charles, Steve, Chris, no, everybody. No, we yeah, we can go. We can go. Go on. We'll ask your question, Aaron. Paying Aaron for this. What's that? That's my question? Yes. Or your interpretation. I mean, your... <laughs> of the question. Okay, I'll get to my question. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's kind of serious. Uh, it is, if somebody has like a mental condition and there's really no med- medical cure for it, um, does, can God still step in and heal you? Oh, by all means. He, I, I mean, if God can raise somebody from the dead, uh, by all means, he can heal. And so, uh, you know, I would say just continue to pray for God's will to be done. Pray for healing, you know. Uh, God can do it miraculously. He could do it Well, you say there's no cure for medic medically but but yeah mental, by all mental means issues, mental issues, uh, god can do it without question so uh that that's 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 a no-brainer really you know, pch and aaron and brian before pch take a, a hold of this um there's many places in the bible where god actually said to i think it was a king a king one time spent a lot of money on doctors and everything like that and the lord sort of chided him and said you know you didn't come to me first you know what about coming to me first we have a tendency of going to other uh, physicians i'm not trying to discourage anyone from going to physicians at all what i am saying is that 
the 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 seem like the almost instantaneous thing we should do as a as a discipline is to seek the Lord for healing. Like Brian said, instantaneous healing. Daddy does not uh, does not have a problem with you know doing His will in our particular situation. But we have to trust God. If He doesn't heal us instantaneously, then we need to do some wise things as far as seeing some physicians if necessary. Yeah. PCH, anything else to add? No, guys, are great answers and just yeah, these things are are overwhelming for us but this sure. is child's play for god um you know bringing people making human beings in the first place let alone um healing people and when god chooses to intervene he often doesn't or he simply works through doctors and other natural methods but when he chooses to he can do this and we believe god's going to set everybody you know and everything right all of us have foibles mentally or otherwise and and in the resurrection, God's taking care of all that. So, yeah, I mean, it's to this, this is obviously to us, this is really, really difficult, like cancer or other terminal diseases. Um, we take them very seriously. But, you know, whether it's disease, uh, cancer or a mental illness or a common cold, it's child's play to God. Now, we certainly don't want to take it lightly and want to pray for people. And we do acknowledge mental illness, just like people can be born with genital, uh, congenital, excuse me, birth defects. Um, such as, you know, missing an arm or an arm that's uh, deformed or missing an eye or what have you. So people are, can be born with mental illness or have that, uh, unfortunately, for uh, due to not developing sufficiently through childhood. And we want to be sensitive to that and love those people. And, and they're just as much made in the image of God as anybody else. And people need to be willing to own that. And so often, again, I'm not knocking this, so please don't anybody misunderstand me. But often at best we do if we give them medications to help them cope or at least maintain or try to function at some level. And really, uh, with all due respect, the psychiatric community often does not heal people very rarely. Uh, it's often just helping them manage, uh, especially when it's biochemical in nature or origin. And that's not a slight on them. It's just, it's, it's, just, it's just unfortunately the case of the severity of sin and its effects upon us physically, mentally, emotionally, and uh, spiritually. Yeah, Aaron, that's an excellent question, though, Aaron. Um, a lot of people are dealing with mental issues. You know, we have, I have in my family um, some of, one of the issues with uh, my oldest granddaughter was dealing with bipolar, and I had an opportunity to go to some of these classes. Man, and that, that particular area there, Craig, I meant to t talk to you about this some, some uh, about a year or so ago when I, you know, I learned more about it. They're almost like prescribing their own medicine, and I think that that's when, when you're almost like guessing, like Craig said, the mental illnesses that are going on out there, I don't see too many people healed of them. You know. Yeah, and and again, uh, I think people should, can and should take their medications. Oh, so how many times absolutely. does somebody flip out or have real trouble just maintaining? Then they go back on their medication, and it Balances it helps them balance because mm -hmm. sometimes because some of the diseases are biochemical mm -hmm. in nature, and through a, a biochemical through through certain medications, it can in fact actually at least restore them to functionality to normalcy in some sense. So. Yeah, we really got to appreciate it. It's, it's the, the, you know, disease and the, you know, I'm pushing my 60s now. I'm not quite there, but I'm knocking on the door. These guys are down. already there. Um, <laughs> Come on down. But, uh, you know, but but seriously, the older I get, I go, man, God's not, he's not kidding about this dying stuff and about the disease. Right. And every year I get older, I'm a little slower, a little more crickety. It takes longer to heal. Um, you know, I, I'm a little more careful in the stunts I do because I realize, man, this is a high price to pay. And so, yeah, God's not kidding about this sin stuff and about disease and death stuff. And we uh, take this stuff seriously. Exactly. Aaron, man, excellent question. And usual, brother, look, call back next week, man. I got to hear more stuff.
Thank you. If Appreciate you have one more, though, you can do it. Yeah, go, give Craig so He is begging for some entertainment, uh, man. Don't you have cable or something? Or? <laughs> yeah, okay. sure. You got it. Aaron, yeah. He's... Brian invited me to watch a USC game this year, but I told him, I don't prefer watching high school football. Whoa! Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> Aaron. <laughs> he just hit that one. Yeah, that's that's out, the out of the park, brother. Just hit it out of you, the park. You, oh, you wow. Know, you know, Aaron, I'm going to see you this Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> just remember that. Hey. Brother, Sorry, we got your back. I think hey. he just kicked a field goal over the 50-yard line. Big A, big A, we got your back, baby. Aaron, <laughs> Take high, care. high five, bro. High five. <laughs> that was a good one, Aaron. That was a good one. Thank you much, brother. Appreciate it. USC is my favorite team, too. I know. We'll pray for you, Aaron. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll pray for you. Oh, I have to be careful. I'm Brian's beyond hope, but we'll pray for you. Thank you, Aaron. I really appreciate it. I do have affiliation with SC, so i got to be careful. <laughs> Listen, ladies and gentlemen, just like Aaron, you can call in with your open honest question, but not your show. Only a few people we let do our their show. We have to screen you first and vet you first. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that number is one triple eight LA Talks one triple eight five two eight two five five seven. Hey, go to our website at bibleinfobrokers.com bibleinfobrokers.com and navigate there. Send us an email. Go to our Facebook page right from our website, and you can send us a question by that method as well. But let's go back to the phone calls. Hey, Joe, Chris, hang in there, Charles. We're gonna go to Thomas right now from the city. Is it the city of Longdale? And help me out, Thomas. Where's Longdale? Longdale is in the area of Hawthorne and almost almost uh, uh, the LAX airport area. Uh, man, I, I really didn't. Oh, you know what? It's Lawndale. I got it. I, when I saw Longdale, it's Lawndale. I'm just I was reading it here. No, Darryl, what okay. are you drinking? Are you no, I'm not drinking anything. Oh Look what it says goodness. on there. I've never seen Longdale, but it's, I know about Lawndale. Very familiar. But go right ahead, Thomas. Your question for the night. Uh, oh, my question is... Uh, North Korea's uh, North Korea's threat is that prophecy from the Bible? Hmm. Uh, Thomas, well, I'm, we're going to share our ignorance here. Uh, it's not uh, in any given specific prophecy that I'm aware of that I know of. The Bible does talk about you know at the end time states of disarray and nations rising up against nations. So it is in that sense. Um, but I'm not aware, and I could be wrong. So I'm yeah, just being yeah. straight up here. Uh, I'm not aware of any passage, Old or New Testament, that would, uh, with any type of specificity and any realistic sense, mentioned uh, or refer to North Korea. Even a that. geographical um, area, I'm not sure but, myself. But certainly it does talk about this great army from the east, and mm -hmm. many have believed that that would be referring to China proper. Of course, North Korea could join with them. Uh, but again, uh, so I don't see that personally, but I would argue Again, the Bible and Matthew, the key passages in Revelation, does talk about nation rising up against nation. In that sense, it certainly fits biblical prophecy, but that's a very loose general sense. Because Sorry. I found in the Bible, um, Matthew chapter 24, it talks about rumors of war, yes. wars, nation against nation, and so on. Yeah, right, and that's what that's what I was basically referring to. Yeah, that it would refer in that general context. Sure, but that would be any nation that is going to rise up against another. In that sense, you bet. Okay, Thomas. Does a, does, a, does a Christian have to worry about these things? No, I mean, you know, Thomas. Yeah, those are great questions. You know, we don't need to worry. The Bible tells us cast all your anxiety. Marimna is the Greek word, and it's where we get our word anxiety, uh, care, worries. You know, Philippians four. And then again, First Peter 5, 7, and 8 tells us not to worry, not to fret. And of course, also Matthew as well. Why we can't change our height, we can't change the color of our hair. 
the day we die. You know, we should express legitimate concerns yeah. and, and, you know, just like locking your doors at night. I mean, you know, you're not being a paranoid just because you lock your doors, especially in a house in my neighborhood was just broken in last night across the street. But at any rate, so, you know, the, you know, certainly exercising discretion and whatnot, but no, we shouldn't worry because God's in control. And, and you know, people said, you know, we're afraid someone's going to blow the world up. Uh, again, not that we shouldn't exercise common sense and discretion, but but God's in control. And so that's why we don't need to worry. We just need to give give it to God. If Christians would spend more time in prayer, yes. actually doing something that can really make a difference. So, no, I don't believe we should worry, really worry about anything. Be concerned. Uh, have a healthy uh, interest in certain matters, but not not fret, not be anxious, not lose sleep over it, we say, or what have you. No, because what's going to happen is, um, I mean, obviously it's going to happen, and God's in control. We do our part by being good, so I believe, argue first and foremost, being prayer warriors, uh, spending time in prayer and fellowship with God and interceding and asking God to intervene in, a, in our city, neighborhood, county, state, you know, our country, and the world. And, and then as well, I would argue being good citizens, you know, taking our right to vote seriously and being involved in, in a secondary sense as much as we can with the issues of our day to help influence our culture, our government, and our society. Okay, Thomas? Hey, Thomas, we thank you very much for your phone call, brother. Appreciate okay. you. Thank you, Thomas. Much appreciated. You know, you guys, just um, Thomas asked interesting questions. And people, you out, you're out there listening to the radio broadcast, and you say, gee, I didn't know that we can ask questions like that. Well, listen, the, the Bible talks about some things and, and doesn't talk about some things. So in, in likelihood of actually asking and formulating your question, just, just know that you're going through things in life. And feel free to either send us an email by going to our website, go to our Facebook page from our website at BibleInfoBrokers.com, BibleInfoBrokers.com, or you can simply uh, call us right now at one triple eight LA Talks one triple eight five two eight two five five seven. Okay, right now, Brian. Look, you said you have a special guest for me. Let me see how special this person is. Let me see if I can recognize a voice. Who is this guy? I, I just clicked on the area. What is this voice I have here? Is this okay. Pastor Steve? Hey. This is Pastor Steve. What's up, brother? How you doing? Los Angeles. <laughs> All right, Steve. Yeah, are, you doing, are you out four wheeling right now? Yeah, really. What you doing out there? <laughs> or, or did you just come back from In and Out? <laughs> oh, no, hey, boy. Uh, hey, I wish I did just come back from In and Out. I could do. I could do a a, a three by three right now, animal <laughs> style with chopped chilies on it. <laughs> what's going on, Steve? Talk to us. What's happening? What's on your mind today? Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me on. Well, we started, uh, you know, some events here this year in 2017. Actually, it was Brian's idea, actually. Oh, then we got to just hang up on you right now. Some, <laughs> you know, uh, some events that we call What is Truth? And just getting back to the truth of God's Word. So we've been looking at different things. Like the first one we knocked it off with was with Sean McDowell, and we did a thing on atheism. Then, of course, we had the very famous... Professor Craig Hawkins come out and <laughs> who? Uh, who? A, a, a session on, you know, are Christians t uh, intolerant and are non-Christians really tolerant? And then, of course, we had a professor come out from Biola also, Kevin Lewis, and he did Christianity versus the cults. So we've been doing these about every six to eight weeks. And this coming Thursday at Core Church Los Angeles, we're going to have Alan Schloman in, and he's from Biola. And it's going to be the topic of the What is Truth uh, will be a closer look at Islam. And so this is a great topic, I think, that all Christians need to be, you know, versed on, because, I mean, 
Islam boasts numbers of over a billion members. And so when we talk about Islam in the world today, I mean, the first thing that comes to our mind is radical Islam. You know, so we have this radical wing that has brought in all kinds of terrorism through our world. But then, of course, we hear about that Islam isn't really a radical Islam and that it's a mellow, peaceful people. But then, of course, you know, we look in the Quran and, well, maybe not necessarily. And so we're going we're gonna to take a close look at this. We know that Muslims don't have a promise of salvation. There is no promise of the forgiveness of their sins. It's a works-based religion. And so we're really going to kind of pull this thing apart from a professional, from a professor, and we're going to look at this thing. And I think that we need, as Christians, to be well rehearsed in what this group of people that represents over a billion people in our world today that claim to be Muslim. And we need to look at what they believe, why they believe it, so that we can better minister to them as Christians and hopefully be able to woo them over to know Christ, the only one who can bring true salvation, who can truly forgive us of our sins and promise us the hope of heaven. So I hope that people uh, that are listening right now on the radio will consider coming out to our church here on this Thursday night at 7.30. Uh, we're on the intersection of the 10 Freeway and La Cienega on the west side of L.A., and it's going to be a great night, and hopefully we'll answer a lot of questions and better equip the saints, even as this program does here uh, in this particular topic. You know, before uh, we get to the next uh, issue of Pastor Steve, I, was, I just saw on the news maybe a week or so ago, this guy Richard Dawkins, and not and this thing rhyming to uh, Craig Hawkins, but Richard Dawkins, Craig, you know about that guy. He has, you know, he's atheist who uh, talk all over the world. He actually had an event shut down because he was talking against Islam, came on there, and it seemed to be a big issue. You could talk about Christianity all day long, but when you talk about Islam and these, and these troubled times that we have right now, it seems like people are giving it a special attention of almost intolerance that, you know, Craig, you dealt with that when you was at CORE uh, a few months ago. Yeah. Uh, an another thing, um, Pastor Steve, uh, what, what's happening this, uh, this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Well, we're excited about that. It's a busy week. It's a, it's a great week for Christians to be used of God, you know, so uh, inviting out uh, people that are Muslim or people that want to know more about this to our church on Thursday night. Then this coming Friday, Saturday, and Sunday is an event called the Southern California Harvest Crusade. Uh, meeting at Anaheim Stadium. And what a great opportunity it is for Christians. Uh, this is not an Orange County event. This is a Southern California event. It's happened for 28 years running. And for those of you uh, that are listening and you don't know, I used to uh, go to Harvest Christian Fellowship that puts this event on. Uh, me and my wife actually started going there when we first got married. In fact, yesterday was our 38th wedding anniversary. So Congratulations. years ago is when we started going to Harvest Christian Fellowship. And of course, there was no crusades back then, but 28 years ago is when the Harvest Crusade started. And I used to travel all over the world, all throughout the United States, from New York to, you know, all the states on the East Coast, throughout the Midwest and the Upper West Side of the United States and uh, Oregon and also in uh, Washington State. 
but we've done crusades there and we've done three crusades in Australia, four of them in New Zealand. And so we've seen some 8 million people come out in attendance uh, to the Harvest Crusades and a half a million people make professions of faith in Christ. Mm-hmm. And so it's a big event. And the, but the one place that we do every single year, because we, you know, we jump around all kinds of different places, but the one place we do every year is Anaheim Stadium, where the you know, Los Angeles Angels play. And that's the base camp here for the Harvest Crusade ministry. Now, every single year, we see somewhere around 120,000 people come out over the three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And usually, there's anywhere between ten and 12,000 people that will make a profession of faith. But one of the interesting things about those people that come forward and make a profession of faith is, yes, people will come because they see a billboard. People will come because they see a bumper sticker. But very few, to be honest with you. The majority of the people that come to a Harvest Crusade and go down in the field and make a profession of faith are brought by believing Christians. And it's Christians that are leveraging their friendships with coworkers, with their next door neighbors, you know, people that they know, friends, and they're saying, hey, listen, why don't you come to this event? And this event is not just some little Mickey Mouse, you know, event that's put on. I mean, it is state-of-the-art. We're using the top Christian bands. You know, this year, uh, we have David Crowder is going to be there, Lecrae's going to be there, Jeremy Camp, Jordan Sparks, who, you know, was on American Idol, obviously, Danny Gokey, and, and you know, uh, you know Phil Wickham's going to be there. So we're talking the, the best Christian artists that you hear on the radio today. They're all going to be there live. So it's a full-blown concert at, at the you know, the biggest names you could get. But then after the music, Pastor Greg Laurie will come out and give a message, you know, really dealing with what is the meaning of life? Like, why am I here? Is there something more to this life than what I'm living? Is there a way for a person to go to heaven? Is heaven real? And he's going to answer these questions. And it's done in a very, you know, uh, way, uh, a way that can it's very understandable, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Right, right. And so in, in the whole thing between the music, the video presentations, and all of this, it's all done state-of-the-art. Plus, I know Pastor Gray's going to be doing some other things, too. Uh, for those of you that don't know, 2018 is the 50th year anniversary of uh, the Steve McQueen movie, Bullet. And uh, Steve McQueen was an uh, you know American icon, uh, one of the highest paid uh, actors of his time. Well, he was the highest paid actor of his time. And many people don't know that Steve McQueen gave his life to Christ before he died of cancer. And he actually died with Billy Graham's Bible on his chest. And so Pastor Greg Laurie has actually made a movie that's going to be coming out mm. in the movie theaters, tracing his life and telling the real story of how this American icon made a commitment to Christ in his life. Amen. And one of his most famous movies was the movie Bullet that came out in 1968. And many people will remember the, the unbelievable car casing in there between the 68 uh, Mustang, uh, fastback Mustang, and, and the black Dodge Charger. And that Mustang, the actual original Mustang, the guy owns it that goes to our church, the hidden bullet Mustang that was found down in Mexico. And a guy goes to our church that owns it, and we're going to haul that Mustang. It's not fully restored yet, but uh, the original Mustang that did all the jump scenes to the city of uh, San Francisco, that car is going to be there. But he's going to premiere this movie that's going to be coming out in September. So a lot of exciting things at the Harvest Crusade. And Pastor Steve, now how much does it cost to get in? 
uh, it's really expensive. It's absolutely free, just like salvation. It's free. Amen. <laughs> and so it's free. So it's like you can bring uh, a friend, you can bring a carload, you can bring a busload, you can bring as many people as you can get there, and you never see a full-blown Christian concert like this for free. Yeah, you know, these are these festivals that cost you know sixty, seventy, eighty dollars that people pay a hundred dollars that go to these three-day festivals and what have you, hundred and fifty dollars. This is absolutely free. All three nights are free. Unfortunately, the stadium does charge for parking, so there is a parking fee. But to get into the stadium is absolutely free for as many people as you bring. And the seating is, well, first come, first serve. Amen. Well, Pastor Steve, I want to thank you so much. And I want the listening audience to know, uh, again, uh, Thursday at Court Church, uh, uh, come on down. and learn about uh, this whole topic of Islam. And what time is that, Pastor Steve, again? Uh, that starts at 7.30 S- this Thursday night. And one thing, too, Pastor Steve just mentioned some other topics that we, we've mentioned and we've uh, we've had on to tell uh, what is truth. You can go to the website. You go to uh, corechurchla.com, corechurchla.com, and you can uh, watch and uh, watch the uh presentations that have already taken place there i mean they're excellent i mean they i mean it's just really really good stuff so uh so again if you were not able to go down to court church with uh the speakers that we've had in the past you can go to courtchurchla.com and look at them i mean they're i highly 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 recommend them pastor steve thank you so so much for coming on and, and sharing uh sharing the information with us for thursday and this weekend at the harvest Thank you very much, well, Pastor Steve. You. Good talking with you. Oh, God bless you guys. And thank you, Brian, because, again, this was your vision, you know, to do this uh, What Is Truth events, uh, really taking this apologetic approach to the many different uh, events that we've done. And it was uh, your vision. So we thank you so much for being part of our fellowship. No problem. As I said, you know, be guy, have, have all the glory in this. So, Amen. all right. Well, I'll see you Thursday, man. Thank you so much for thank having much. me on. Okay. Welcome, Take care, Pastor. Ladies and gentlemen, now again, you listen to Living by the Word Ministries presentation of Bible Information Brokers. You can get back with the broadcast here. One triple eight LA Talks is the number. One triple eight five two eight two five five seven. With your open, honest question, and we want to give you the biblical response. PCH Pastor uh, Brian Allen, Daryl Easy D Fulton, ready to receive your phone call. Let's go to Charles Brian uh, in the city of Monrovia. Taking my call. Um, I have a couple of questions. Well, let's see if we and, get the first uh, one first. Okay, the first one is, I want to know about, uh, is it really biblical to be slain in the Spirit? In other words, where um, you have some person uh, lay hands on your forehead and then people fall backwards and, uh, and like that. Is that biblical for now, today? Or ever. I mean, are you saying uh, for today as though it was forever? Well, yeah, it, it, is it really well? I'll tell you experience. Well, I Charles, before you tell me experience, uh, turn that uh, radio down in the background so we don't get any feedback. I think I'm hearing uh, okay, okay, you or me. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, when I, uh, some years ago, I was in the charismatic movement, and I went to a session, and um, everybody was being slain in the spirit, and actually they touched me, and I really didn't feel anything. I just fell down. But a good friend of mine yesterday, he called me and uh, he says, oh, man, I, re- I didn't really believe it, but I went to this meeting and blah, 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 and, and my legs just went out and I, I was slain in the spirit. And I asked him some questions. I said, well, what did you think of when you were on the floor? 
and uh, he couldn't answer that, this and that. And I and so I went on my computer and I said, rather than that, I'm going to call you guys up and see. Can you tell me if being somebody laying hands on you uh, on your forehead and you falling backwards with a couple of people catching you is that biblical for uh, today? It's so it's almost um, like an, a Christian entertainment. It's like a show. Um, years and years and years and years ago, I went to a famous charismatic fellowship, and they tried it on me, and nothing didn't happen to me. You say, well, you don't believe it. Well, I said, no, if this is God and it's overwhelming, I should not be able to resist it. But I was able to resist it. I was one of the few that didn't fall over. So uh, you could someone say, well, that's anecdotal, but I would argue more importantly, Charles, and thanks, this is a great question. Uh, no, it's not really. I mean, look, I'm not saying God can't so come upon somebody that they fall over or they go into some type of um, euphoric uh, state. I mean, we see the uh, we see King Saul and the, the, among the prophets when the Spirit of God fell upon him. Uh, so I don't have a. I'm not saying God can't do it. Okay, because that's there's no biblical to me warrant to say that the question is should it be normative should we expect this so you had things like so-called brownsville revival and for years in the vineyard anaheim vineyard and then the toronto so-called toronto blessing and uh, there were a number and now there's precursor there's other ones today now have taken over that mantle and they think it's normative so they would call it even the holy ghost bartender people would so-called be drunk in the spirit uh, people would bark like dogs, cluck like chickens. They would say they were glued to the floor. Mm. Uh, a right. lot of annex. Right. And I'm like, yeah. you know, really? And you think this is glorifying to God. You, somehow this is glorifying to God. And it almost becomes like, again, Christian entertainment. That's and, what I was thinking, because I see people do it like an assembly line. Exactly. Yeah. People just, just lined up and like that. Okay, my next yeah. question just is... Just a second. This. I, I, and let me say this, Charles, quickly. So if I'm going to Six Flags or something, I, I want to go on a great roller coaster ride. I, I expect to get entertained or a ride at California Adventure or Disneyland, but I don't expect that at church to get entertained by some type of a theatrical present, you know, production, if you will. And before you ask your next question, Charles, I always find this stuff to be one-upsmanship. Yeah. The next person has the next best thing. Like, you, Craig, you mentioned all this barking of the dog, glued to the floor, and all that type of stuff. And it's unfortunate in Christianity, and it's, uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's very unfortunate. And, and a lot of times people, they, they, they go for the hype, and they get yeah. sucked in mentally, and that's yeah. why. And it's and called heterosuggestion. So, yeah. in other words, uh -huh. you got to fall over because everybody else is doing it, and yeah. I don't want to look unspiritual. Well, I was wanting to look unspiritual and I didn't fall over right. and because it then it becomes a, a you know the thing and you start <laughs> expecting it so we call this hetero suggestion someone puts a okay. suggestion in your mind and then you basically act out what you think you're supposed to happen and the, and the other okay. thing too is uh, when when it comes to um, uh, I was listening to one of the, watching one of the broadcasts and they were saying they were talking to a, a professional hypnotist and they uh, took one of the uh, services I think it was Benny Han and he was, and they compared it to his uh, hypnotic show, and they it was showing how they basically so, did the exact same thing: the exactly. music, the timing, yes. when they do things, and they get people in a hypnotic state. And uh, they're saying that's the same thing that happens in what they do at a lot of these uh, conventions. It's kind of funny. We we I think you were there, Daryl. We went to uh, Orange County. There was a healing convention in in anaheim with benny uh benny han and and a couple other people from uh that are in that group and you know people are standing in line and you know so there was a lady that dr just drove like hour two hours and i i said why did you 
come so far as he said, well, I, I came here to get healed. And I said, you mean you, you waited two weeks because, you know, God was going to come here to heal you. you. You couldn't trust God to heal you, you know, back in your own home and not have to drive, you know, two hours away. You know, it's not these men that are doing the healing. God does the healing. Right. 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 Hey, Charles, go ahead and ask your second question before we go okay, to the call. My, my, uh, my uh, second question is, what about laying of hands on, uh, laying hands on somebody? Is that biblical? For the purpose of what? For the purpose of what? For the purpose of um, he- healing or when you're pr- praying for them to lay the hands as though you're transmitting something by your, your prayers or whatever is being transmitted uh, to that person by you and maybe others by laying your hands on them. Here, here, here's my... Here, not, there's nothing wrong with laying on hands, but what you see on TV is not biblical, okay? You okay. know, you're laying on hands because you're in agreement, okay? Because okay. the only person okay. that can heal anyone or do any miracle is God. Bottom line, uh-huh. you, I can't, I can't transfer my power to Craig and Daryl and to this person that's being healed. So, you know, can you lay your hands on people? By all means, and I would, I would say so. But it's not but you're what you're in agreement. You're, you're in agreement, agreement with what with, with this person, but it's not what you're seeing on TV. What you're seeing with mm-hmm. the with the laying on hands, uh, uh-huh. and and that's a part of the this whole show that Craig and Daryl are talking about. You know, uh-huh. so. You know, PCH, Jesus laid his hands on folks. So, I mean, so I think that people have a tendency, in my experience in Christianity, that whatever Jesus did, people take it and run away with it as though it's some mystical or magical thing, so we should do that. So what about the spitting of the clay yeah. and all that type of and stuff? And then blowing okay. on people. Yeah. Right. It's just, okay. it's, just, it's just a custom. Yeah. Okay. One last thing. What about speaking in tongues? Is that for today? Um, yeah, I, b- I believe that. Again, it's in its proper context. I believe in the gifts of the Spirit, and speaking in tongues is one of the uh, gifts of the Spirit. Okay. And there, there's, you, you know, look in, look in the First Corinthians, you, you know, uh, you have to have, you know, there should be an interpretation, okay, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to it. It should be an edification. It shouldn't be more than uh, two or three. But at the same time, you also hear of the language that... Uh, with a person by themselves that only God knows. I mean, can uh-huh. only God can understand. You have that okay. as well. But again, the speaking of tongues that you see uh, on TV and it's just it's again it's it's a part of the circus. It's a part of the show. Okay. You have all these people speaking in tongues at the same time. Okay, that's not in order. Okay, uh-huh. uh, there's uh-huh. no interpretation. Uh, there's people right. singing in tongues, and you know uh, when people come to Christ after the service, they go in a room and they just try to force people just to start speaking, just making noises and stuff like that. It's 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 pretty sad. That's not what the Bible teaches. Okay. I'll say this, Charles, real quick, and we're going to go to some other calls. Uh, okay. All the things that you uh, talked about, all the things that you asked about, sort of like the sensationalized uh, type of gifts, I would say this. The reason why they're real is because the counterfeits that you see are not. You can't have a counterfeit $3 bill, but you can't have a counterfeit person, uh, like Brian just mentioned, uh, talking in tongues because they're not doing it in a proper biblical uh, construct. So the thing that I would, I would suggest to you and anybody else who have these type of questions uh, is that you get into the Word of God, read the Word of God in its proper context, and let the Word of God be true and everything else a lie. Okay, well, listen, I want to thank you very much because actually 
you confirmed uh, everything that I thought, all three questions. You Very confirmed good. it. And um, so I want to thank you. We really appreciate it, Charles. Thank you for your call. Okay. Thank you. Have a good evening. God bless you, man. You know, uh, Brian and Craig, uh, Charles asked a question. We asked people to call in with the question. We asked them to send us emails, check out our website. But all those things, really, uh, we cannot do, uh, Brian and Professor, unless we have people support us from a financial standpoint. Craig, you mentioned that you're going to uh, India. There's a cost associated with it. Brian, can you let the people know how they can uh, uh, partner with us in the ministry that we're doing here as far as the Bible Information Brokers? And then I'm going to also give the people an opportunity to participate with what Craig is going to be doing in October. By all means. Uh, thanks, Sarah. You know, folks, uh, you know, we, we've been on air over 20 years, and um, uh, this ministry is here to answer your open, honest Bible questions. And, you know, if you believe in what we're doing, uh, I'm going to ask you to stand with us, all right, uh, and prayerfully consider uh, supporting this radio ministry. Uh, definitely pray for us, but at the same time, uh, financially as well, because there's a radio bill we have to pay. Uh, not not individuals, but a radio minute, uh, radio costs that are associated with what we do. And so, a uh, couple things you can do: uh, you can uh, just go online and go to BibleInfoBrokers.com, and there's a link that says uh, uh, con- uh, "Donate and Support." Click on there, and then there's a way you can give. And there's a little notation mark in there as well. Uh, if you want to uh, uh, help support Craig's um, ministry, uh, just put a little note in there for, for Professor's Trip, okay? If it's just for the radio ministry, just leave it blank, okay? And uh, you can go to the website, and you can take care of it and do it that way. Uh, we do need to hear from you, though, okay? The giving has been down all right. Again, we don't want to go through the theatrics. We that 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 you know we've had to a couple times, uh, but you can also write a check out, money order, whatever the case might be. Uh, make it out to LBTW slash BIB, and that's at PO Box nine zero four seven seven, PO Box nine zero four seven seven, Los Angeles, California nine thousand nine. That's nine zero 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 nine. So again, you can go online. Uh, BibleInfoBrokers.com, or you can uh, you can uh, send in your check to PO Box nine zero four seven seven in Los Angeles nine thousand nine, and we want to thank you in your advance in advance uh, for for your donation. And and I'm going to say this, you know, uh, it's spiritual warfare, you guys. And uh, you know, I'm going to quote the professor: "The devil hates our guts. He wants us off the air. Doesn't want us on the air. He wants us to go through all this stuff uh, when it comes to our finances." He, and so, again, uh, prayerfully uh, consider giving and how much you want to give. That's it, Daryl. Really appreciate that, Brian. Again, I just emphasize what Brian did. If you're going to give to the professor uh, for his ongoing work. And, folks, just imagine a soldier, the people that are out there fighting for us right now, even in, in the United States uh, services. Imagine them having to pay for their gear, pay for their uh, rifles and their equipment and things like that. It, doesn't that seem sort of idiotic? Here we have an opportunity to, to participate in the kingdom of heaven, getting the word of God out in the various places that you would never even see. Uh, of course, I mean, when I say, of course, I've had a chance to travel the world like, like, like that, and Professor has also. And Brian is going to be traveling uh, soon to the various places and to, to go to places around the world and see the hunger for God's word and to be able to participate in it, even vicariously.
just by giving. And you can know that all the money that you give is not going towards paying anybody's salary. Craig is not taking a salary uh, for this ministry that we're doing here. Brian and myself, neither. Uh, should we get one? I think we should, but hey, that's not the important thing. The important thing is to get the word of God out. So when you give, please designate the giving for Professor uh, Craig Hawkins, PCH, and they are just put in there, India, in your giving. Like Brian said, if it's for the, uh, our broadcast for Bible Information Brokers, just leave it blank. And we do want to thank you in advance for your generous consideration in giving to this ministry. Gentlemen, you want to get back to these phone calls? Brian, we have anything on the um, emails? Anything coming up through the emails? Let me check. I okay. haven't checked. We're gonna, again, I mentioned the emails because you can go to our website at BibleInfoBrokers.com, BibleInfoBrokers.com. Send us an email question there or go to our Facebook page by navigating from the website uh, at BibleInfoBrokers.com or start calling in now. We have a few open lines at one triple eight la talks one 888 Let's go back to the phone calls, gents, and talk with Chris from San Gabriel Valley. Chris, thanks for calling in. Basically speaking, uh, is it better to uh, get your father's blessing uh, in the weightier matters? Uh, and also, uh, what did these two sons in the Old Testament do to uh, get uh, a blessing from their father? Now, you're speaking about Jacob and Esau, or who are you talking about in particular? The two sons, they obeyed their father in the Old Testament. I don't know who their names were, but what did they do to obtain their father's blessing? I'm not really understanding your question. Greg, are you getting the question that he's talking about? Well, uh, of course, I'm not sure if he's referring to Jacob and Esau or Ephraim and Manasseh, right. the two sons of actually of, uh, of Joseph. Uh, Joseph. Mm-hmm. But, but, but I think the answer is the same either way. Um, Chris, some of this is the sovereignty of God, and some of it has to do with the way people live, and God blesses those who follow him and his decrees and his counsel and his principles and whatnot. So uh, there are some things, and you know, some things, of course, they actually got in trouble. Manasseh himself ends up in big trouble. And ironically, with the two sons of Joseph, Ephraim, the younger, ends up getting the blessing. And, and I would say with the sovereignty of God, but also Manasseh was very wicked. The tribe and Manasseh's king Manasseh himself was one of the, the worst wow, of the worst. Yeah, yes. So I would argue, you know, God is gracious and good. Hesed, a, beautiful, a Hebrew word maybe doesn't sound beautiful, but it means loving kindness. The kindness, the grace, the mercy, or the loving kindness of God, I believe is, is, is available, I would argue, to all. But... We don't earn salvation. I want to be care, careful. I want to make that distinction. Salvation is a gift from God, but certainly there are biblical principles, and those who abide by them will experience God's favor and grace. There's just uh, some of it's common sense. We say we call it natural law. There are certain ethical principles that are universal that apply to all people. When you violate them, there's consequences, and when you obey them, uh, there are ways to see uh, God's grace. Let me just say. Something very simplistic, but you know, eating well, all things equal, that's going to pay dividends. And people who eat really bad food, they, they inevitably pay for it, and sometimes die very premature, very young, uh, compared to what they would have died because because they're not eating well, they're violating basic nutritional principles. And so it is spiritually and emotionally when we follow God's decrees, not for salvation, but from salvation, as those who are saved. We experience God's blessing. And look at the book of Proverbs. It has a lot to say about experiencing blessing. And a lot of it is by, uh, you know, listening to God and following his decrees and, and principles and ethical guidelines. 
uh, it can help bring about a, a much better life than one would otherwise have. And I believe in one sense, one can experience blessings from God. But now you see these two sons, I don't know who they were, but it's because these two sons, they obeyed their father, God blessed them. Yeah, I, I'm not sure which two you're talking about. Cause yeah, I don't know myself. I, 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 I may I, go back and look, or you can call yeah, back next yeah. week, Chris, but Esau and Jacob, Esau was wicked. I mean, yeah. he gets in big trouble. He disobeys yeah. his, I mean, Jacob certainly was, was a rascal, <laughs> uh, but he overall did obey God and follows him and has faith. He has faith like like Abraham, his, his grandfather, if you will. And then uh, the only other two I can think of, again, would be Ephraim and Manasseh, and Ephraim was the better, even though he messed up yeah. seriously, but Manasseh was d- almost demonic. I'll have to look it up. Yeah, look it up and give us a call back, and let's talk some more. Yeah, you know, uh, also, uh, in the world, worldly speaking, it is always good, I believe, to get your father's blessing, right? Yeah, yeah I, I'm yeah. with you on that. Yeah. When I married my wife, I asked for her father's, ble- her father's oh, blessing. And, very, and right I'm, a, I'm a very fortunate man. My yeah, dad's yeah. 89 years old. Mm-hmm. He always says, if I had known I was going to live so long, I would have wow. taken better care of myself. <laughs> but, um, but, but, uh, but, but, you know, his blessing's important to me because yeah, it, yeah. I think it's a biblical principle to honor your, your father and mother, that it may go well with you and that yes. you may enjoy long life on the earth, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I mean, the people who are not even Christians don't tell you that. You know, they always get your father's blessing because it's, it's going to do you good. Where possible, yes. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I agree, yeah. Hey, Chris, so we I re- tried my best to get my father's blessing anyway. <laughs> hey, keep working on it, brother. Appreciate your call, Chris. Thank, thank you very thank much. Gentlemen, we're coming up to a hard break right now, but I do want to say that if those of you that are listening to us right now, you want to take the opportunity to give us a call, please do so right now. Go ahead and call. Dial in right now at one triple eight la talks one triple eight five two eight. 2557. We're going to be coming up to a break now and going on the other side of the break. We're going to deal with the questions that you would call us about. So we have some lines open. Call us, 888-LA-TALKS, 888-528-2557. Or as we mentioned before, our website is BibleInfoBrokers.com, BibleInfoBrokers.com. And by going there, you can actually send us a question by clicking on um, the email uh, link there and send us an email question. Uh, Brian um, and Craig, when we come back on the other side of the break, we, we have uh, many more things we want to let the people know. We have resources on our website, so while we're taking a break, folks, want you to navigate on the website now to get uh, acclimated to it, and you can also share with other folks through your social media that we're on the air live, every every week live. The Lord's been uh, very gracious to us to keep us in this uh this time side that we've been mm. in, and so yes, and I would, yeah, thanks, Darren. I would like to talk a little more about India and Myanmar, yes. and how people can be involved in my going there to train Christian leaders. It's, it's super important, folks. If you if you just cannot see it, but it's a it's a blessing. You know, we talk about we're the Bible information brokers. Brokers tell you to make good investments. Well, you cannot make any better investment at all to know that the monies that you give to this ministry is going strictly for the cost of the ministry. I know that's sort of sort of unusual, but you know what? We do unusual things for a very supernatural and beautiful God that we believe in. So we're going to tell you about this God on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. 